just want to say thank you to Rob Lowe again and to all those children of Global Scribes. What an extraordinary, I, I, I was dying for that video to continue. But here we are, the, the, the trip around the world continues and we now get to visit the beautiful country in Central America, the Isthmus of Guatemala, a country I've had the honor of visiting many, many years ago. But more importantly now, to meet people who are on the front lines and have been for many years of responding to epidemics, responding to unmet health needs, responding in ways that weave communities together and allow us a vision of what it might look like, even in the midst of this pandemic, to marshal the resources to respond uh, to this division and unite. So I'm joined by Susi Lungo and Giovanni Melendez, uh, frontline workers in Guatemala. I welcome you both and would love to hear from you as you do your work. Uh, how do you see us getting better out of this particular disaster? Is there hope for us being able to sustain the energy of working together despite all the pain and struggle of this moment? Yeah, definitely. And thank you for this opportunity. We are honored to be part of this call of solidarity. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I want to share with you, and as you probably know, um, uh, there are the health conditions in Central America uh, have improved slowly in, in most of our countries. And, um, and this is a result of poor medical, social, and economic. Sissy, we're having we're having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. I wonder if we could jump over and come back to you. And I maybe while we're while we're hearing from Giovanni, maybe we could see if we could fix that audio. Uh, uh, Giovanni, maybe you could jump in and share a little bit of your experience and your thoughts. In the meantime, we can maybe fix that that sure. audio. Sure, no problem. Um, yeah, we uh, we had been working in Central America since twenty years ago basically trying to contain the HIV epidemic. Uh, with uh, Here in Central America, the epidemic is concentrated and we are providing uh, a lot of prevention and also coordinating with Ministry of Health and other organizations to contain the HIV epidemic. So can you imagine that at this moment with all the quarantine, the mobilized restrictions, uh, a lot of doubts and a lot of questions came immediately when this uh, situation just started. Um, we are using many, since uh, five, six years ago, we, we have been using uh, different uh, social networks like Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, to also provide through the cyber education strategy, uh, a lot of information and guidance for, to people living with HIV here in Central America too. Mm -hmm. And just two days ago, a man from El Salvador, for example, uh, he wrote us, uh, he wrote to one of our cyber educators in El Salvador and, and, and he said, you know, I'm really worried. I was exposed to HIV. I would like to have an HIV test, but I don't even know if there is an open lab where I can get the test. Can you give me some guidance? And uh, a similar situation when all those um, restrictions just started uh, three weeks ago in Honduras and in Guatemala, a man who already was uh, diagnosed through one of our um, counselors uh, he uh, wrote again saying, you know, my medical, uh, he's uh, HIV, he's living with HIV and he's taking the medications and he wrote to us saying, you know, my medical appointment is next week, uh, but there is no public transportation. I don't know how to go to pick my medicines at the hospital. Uh, I'm fine, but I don't know what to do. So in both cases, the challenge is in the middle of this crisis, 
uh, how we can bring the services closer to the people. Yeah. And, and, and the, basically the mantra now it's, okay, let's bring the services at home. So we are collaborating, we are coordinating with, with, with uh, private labs, and we are um, already getting the HIV test to the houses of the people. In the case of El Salvador, the, the guy who just uh, called to us, um, we provide the HIV test, his uh, result was positive. We linkage immediately to the public hospital. And um, after all the uh, initial orientation, he was still a little nervous, but he said, you know, it was not so difficult at the end. You know, it was just a click to communicate with the cyber educator and everything was set up. Um, Jeremiah, I just want to, sorry, we're, we're, we're just a little short on time. Uh, I want to get back, if we can, to Susie and just try to see if there's a way. Uh, uh, it, can we hear you, Susie, or, or is the sound no good? Try, maybe no, try one. Can you hear me now? That's much better. better now? Okay, great. So you get the last word. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, we're running very short on time. If you could just give us in, in just a, uh, a phrase or two, your sense of how we can answer this moment's call to Unite, uh, given all the challenges you're facing. Well, working together, definitely, you know, in the different areas, continue our working hub, but also to reduce stigma and discrimination because we have identified that there, are, there is happening with health providers, with migrants, people deported, you know. So the, the challenge here is to, to, to coordinate the different actors, health authorities, civil society, you know, everybody has a role in, in this. We thank both of you. This, this call to Unite emphasizes giving, direct giving. We're inviting people, if you can, please, Join us in making cash gifts so families can, can benefit immediately, but also service and the coordination of services and supports in these situations in, in Guatemala, but in many other countries. If you're listening, see if you can reach out and find a way that you could help support getting the kinds of critical care services to people who need them most. They're counting on us. Let's make sure they know they're not alone. Thank you both for joining the call to Unite. Thank you. Thank you, Jim.